Chasing Content is a podcast for mid-career freelancers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who are looking to discover more resources and connections. After all, your business doesn't stop, so why should the conversation? What is up? This is the official first episode of the Chasing Content podcast, and I am just so excited you're listening. Today, we're going to talk about balance, and not only in business, but also our personal lives, because when you own your own business, it's all personal, right? Um, The one thing I want to lead with is if you don't like analogies, just go ahead and stop listening to me now, because I love me a good analogy, and they will likely be used frequently throughout these episodes. Anyway, part of something I've discovered over the last few years of freelancing is I have accumulated so much mental crap. Things just that just take up space. And I found that I care about things I would have never cared about before. I hold on to things that I have no business holding on to. And as a business owner, I'm doing things I never intended to do when I was starting my business. So analogy time. And also, I promise I'm not going to be announcing in the future every time I use an analogy. So anyway... Have you guys ever moved homes and as you're going room to room packing things up, you find yourself asking, when did I even buy this or how the hell did this get here? And before Marie Kondo came along asking us whether or not these things brought us joy, we somehow justified packing it up and we convinced ourselves it's going to serve a purpose in the new house and then it just sits in the new house, occupying space. This is basically how I feel as I add another year to my freelancing career. I've had so many things that do not serve me or my business occupying mental space. Whether or not we realize it, we're constantly performing a great balancing act and we're only making it harder and more exhausting on ourselves by holding on to these things that have no business being in our lives in the first place. For example, Sometime last year, I thought it would be beneficial to my business to offer an a la carte type service where people could pick and choose templates that I had created previously, and then they could then utilize them for their own brands. So these templates included brand guides, um, media kits, uh, just social media calendar, planning strategy tools, all of those types of things that I had already created. And so I thought, why not? I can share this with the masses. It felt like the appropriate next step for streamlining some of the processes I had already created. And I liked the idea of giving a cheaper option to people who may have previously turned down working with me because I was a bit outside of their budget. But looking back, honestly, it was basically adding another random junk box to the junk closet that I would later discover had no real value or purpose. And honestly, it just sounded trendy and cool at the time. And so here's where I, Marie Kondo, that sucker. Adding this service didn't bring me joy. Well, it doesn't bring me joy now even thinking about it. And it definitely didn't bring me joy back then. So it was cut from my website. I no longer even entertain the idea of trying to sell those templates anymore. And while I had some traction, people did reach out to see if um, they could still buy these templates when they were removed from the website. I ultimately decided that it wasn't worth my time or energy to keep providing them as an option. So ultimately they were just nixed entirely. 
as I get more seasoned in my career, I know I'm always going to be juggling a variety of different things, but I also know that it's important to understand when I need to let some of those balls drop and not feel guilty when they're no longer in the mix. I'm almost 30. I have two dogs, a fiance, I'm planning a destination wedding, and eventually I know I want to start a family. So the decisions I'm making in my business right now definitely need to ensure that they support this lifestyle I've created and I'm continuing to create for myself. And in the beginning of me starting to freelance, my life was work and work was life because I had so abruptly decided to start an LLC. I didn't have a solid foundation to build from. I had no real clients to start any projects with. And um, I'm a stubborn person, which you'll probably come to find out after listening a little bit. And I just don't really like losing. So failing when I started my business just wasn't an option for me. So I worked and worked and worked. And I'm so thankful for the support that I had in the beginning because, especially from my then boyfriend, now fiance, because he understood that there was a point where building my business was such a top priority. Um, There was never an issue of feeling second to or second best because he fully understand and or he fully understood and supported the decisions that I was making in order to grow this business to be a very viable option the one that it is today. And even though in the time that's passed, I've had a lot of time to troubleshoot and understand what's working and what's not working, I still catch myself almost saying yes to things that really don't serve me anymore. Though I become better at recognizing when I do this, it's still a work in progress. For example, earlier this summer, I reached a point where my mental health was really suffering. I felt heavy, but not physically. It was just getting out of bed was hard. Doing work seemed exhausting. And there were times where I just didn't leave the house for days at a time. And I wasn't interacting with people besides my fiance or my dogs. And I just didn't want to do anything. And I was basically in the state of melancholy and just indifference. Um, Quite honestly, it's a really shitty feeling to have. My mental plate was way too full but i wasn't acknowledging it and i just kept taking on more and more and more because in my mind when i said no it meant i was turning down money and when you work for yourself saying no to money seems almost counterintuitive because when you're not working you're not getting paid so if you're working you're gonna get paid And the idea of just turning down money was just a really difficult thing for me to do at the time. Something I do want to point out, though, is that it wasn't necessarily the amount of work that I was doing that was exhausting. It was all of the different things that needed my attention. Um, Throughout the day, I can probably do up to 20 different design jobs and I'd be fine because it's the same process. It's very cut and dry from start to finish. And so it's very easy for me to focus on a project, get it done, and then move on to the next one. However, it's when you add in the work, when it comes to you know dealing with a car issue, cleaning, laundry, walking the dogs, trying to cook at home, work out, be somewhat of a pleasant person after all of, all of this, becomes really, really exhausting, especially if you're trying to balance all of those different things in a day. 
So when I had a full-blown breakdown a few months ago, I did a self-audit to really get at the root of what caused the great meltdown of 2019. And of course, as much as it kills me to say, it was self-inflicted for the most part. I had to basically realize that I was taking on too much because I didn't want to offend or let others down when, cue cliche, I was putting myself dead last. And I'm not saying I've perfected the whole balancing act. I mean, far from it actually. But this self-audit that I did enabled me to start saying no to more things throughout the day, which led to more balanced days, which then in turn turned into more balanced weeks. And a few of the things that I try and stick to now that help me not completely tip the scale again into unfavorable territory include... One is I don't check my email on the weekend, which in turn means I don't work on the weekends. And there are always exceptions to the rule. And if I ever do have to work, I try and knock it out as early as I can in the day as possible. So I don't have that barrier in the way between me and enjoying the weekend. I also don't really respond to text, even the personal ones, um, anytime after business hours. I like engaging with my friends and catching up with them, but there's something really refreshing about when I close my laptop, I kind of close all communications with other people the rest of the day, and that time is dedicated to me, my partner, and my dogs. So I really enjoy that bit. And last, um, not last, but one of the other top three things that I, I focus on that's helped me is I've gotten better at compartmentalizing. So for example, when I decide to work out, I don't have my phone with me. This means that there's no temptation to check emails or respond to any text or even mindlessly scroll through social media. Another example is whenever I take the time to walk the dogs throughout the day, I leave my phone at home because I don't wanna have to take this time where I should be decompressing checking my email or thinking ahead of what sort of projects I need to work on. I mean, to put it as simply as I can, I don't give energy to things as much if they don't serve a purpose in that moment. And let me tell you, the world hasn't fallen apart around me. I think that the sooner we let go of the idea that we have to be readily available and ready to drop our personal lives in an instant to respond to work, or other things that may need our attention, um, it's just easier to juggle the things that currently do occupy the space in our brains. Overall, I would say I'm a better person and more efficient worker when I take, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour out of my day to get away from my desk or my computer because I realize I'm too distracted to do good work. There are so many times where I have been sitting and just not giving even 20% of my bandwidth or my mental energy to doing a project. And what could have been a 30 minute project turns into two hours because I am just dragging my feet. So I've realized that when I take the time to just know when I've hit this wall completely and just to step away from my computer entirely, I can come back after half an hour, an hour, feeling way more refreshed, way more ready to take on the project at hand. And then the 30 minute project ends up being a 30 minute project rather than dragging it on and wasting an hour and a half out of my day dreading the current work in front of me. 
Sometimes spending the morning away from my computer in the morning to run errands also helps me feel less stressed as the day goes on because I don't have to worry about tackling so many things throughout the workday or balancing it with the projects that I have on my plate. And overall, sometimes I'm just a better partner because I no longer wrap up from dinner and then migrate over to my computer to finish a couple more projects. I mean, balance isn't ever fully achieved, but these little adjustments can help from one side of the scale tipping drastically over. And I've realized that what works some days, it doesn't always apply to every day. So it's a constant checks and balances, but I will say when you start implementing mindful practices and staying more consistent with how you approach each day, it becomes less of an active process and it turns more into a routine than you would have expected. So what about you? How do you achieve balance and maintain that balance when it comes to work in your personal life?